B-Pod Studios. Sci-fi. Whoa. Anime. Whoa. Video games. Whoa. Comic books. Whoa. If you've been made fun of for it, we're probably going to talk about it. This is Nerd Radio. Excellent. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another week of Nerd Radio on the podcast page at WRIF.com and wherever you get in your podcasts as part of the B-Pod Studios Network. My name is Chuck Bean, and I am joined at home over the Internet by James. Hello. And Mr. Al Beck. Hey, I'm here. Yep. It's a special pantsless episode of Nerd Radio at home this week. Oh, uh, I didn't know that was the case. Hold on. Yeah, no, take, get your pants off, man. No pants this week, oh, especially we if you're go. listening. There we go. Now now it's comfortable. There, yeah. And for the listener no, Even home, if you're listening, I, I would say don't take your pants off in public. But you know what? There are no rules anymore. Just go ahead. There are no rules, yeah. Also, this is... I wasn't recording the screen. I was about to drop my drawers, too. I was going to turn around, drop my drawers, and sit down and expose my ass. <laughs> we'll save that for next time. <laughs> yeah. I was say, uh, we, are, we've seen- we can see each other on video, so if you're thinking this was theater of the mind, no, James just took his pants off. Yes. You know what? We've, se- we've seen James in a thong before. It's That's fine. That's true. Yeah, no. It, James in his boxer briefs is uh, actually... <laughs> he's good. He's got Star he's good. Wars, see? we got Darth Vader and the Stormtrooper. Oh, there we go. Nice. They're very nice. They're very soft. Yes. See the, the Star Wars. I'll show you the waistband here. Mm. Can you see? Does it say Star Wars? It says Star Wars. It does. Yeah. Right. Very okay. cool. My picture of myself is much smaller than you guys. Probably it because says, they think I don't need to see myself. <laughs> it says Jar Jar Binks number one. That's oh, right. Shit. Right across the front. I didn't even read that out loud. <laughs> I got Jar Jar Binks underwears. You know, I'm really glad that we've uh, we're we're doing this over Skype now, and I'm really glad that I can see you guys over video because I yeah. don't get to see you guys like at all these days. I know, I know, it's crazy. We used to see, well, yeah. you and I at least used to see each other what like four times a week between yeah. Nerd Radio and uh, Crossover in the morning, right? But well, I, you Chuck, know, this is I, probably your only kind of real social activity in general, I would imagine, Chuck. <laughs> It kind of is. Other than it's, Amy, I'm assuming we're the only other faces you see Amy and the other cat in the house. Yeah, and Meltdown. Yeah, well, and yeah, exactly. And Meltdown, but I don't count that. <laughs> oh, yeah. When you guys do the shift change, that's right. Right, right. Well, that's more of a But yeah, it's, I, I, I'm glad that I get to see your smiling faces because I was starting to forget who I'd seen in a thong and who had a beard and who didn't. It's it's very, it's very nice. bearded. <laughs> <laughs> I drink my beard. I had yeah, the apocalypse that, going for a bit, and I was like, I, I gotta, I gotta clean myself up. I, what is happening with me? Right. Well, I'm one of those haircut people that like you. Just look at this. This is out of control. Yeah. Yeah, your hair is actually pretty out of control. I've got to put a hair band up in my hair to keep it out of my face, <laughs> so I look like a mom. <laughs> clean your room, damn kids. Uh. Al James. Alan Beck, <laughs> James Campbell. <laughs> well, we, are here, we are here for another week of Nerd Radio. And a couple of things that happened uh, last week as we were recording on Wednesday that we'll get to. One of which is that uh, San Diego Comic-Con not happening this year. Yeah. Yeah, it's official. Yeah, yeah like that, that doesn't go on until July. But the uh, people that put it together announced last week on Twitter that they are officially canceling canceling the 2020 San Diego Comic Con for the first time in 50 years. Yeah, this was going to be the 50th anniversary, right? And and, and it's not going to happen now. 
Yep. So uh, the the cool thing is that if you bought tickets to San Diego Comic-Con this year, they are just transferring them over to next year, which I feel like is what they should do with all the stuff. No, man, give them a refund. I want to get in. On the, I want to get on the ground level to try to get into the next Comic-Con. Right. If it's already sold out. No, I know I'm I got no shot. Sorry, nerds who beat me to the punch this year. But how bummed out are you if you're a first time you've been able to get tickets to Comic-Con and then. Oh, canceled. for sure. I yeah. guess it's really a, a huge, a bigger bummer if they were uh, just giving refunds. The, the the plan that I thought would be the best plan. Right. Well, that was it. That's been a thing with all the concerts, too. I've seen that the different uh, companies that you buy tickets through have different tiers of refunds that they're going through and some of it sounds real shady so mm-hmm. i think the easiest thing to do is just be like look we're gonna do this again next year so just keep your tickets it'll be fine yeah i mean but if you made like a whole bunch of travel arrangements too you know like it kind of it, it's but there's nothing you can do about it so i'm adjusting right. levels while i'm doing this for some reason my <laughs> levels were off so like i'm giving you <laughs> half of a half of a baked thought <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna try and sound intelligent and look at waveforms at the same time, and it's not going well. I'm just gonna tap out. <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. Okay, well, that's all right, Al, that's all right, Al because speaking of half baked thoughts, so last week's episode was named "Give Him Heck, Al Back." Yeah, yeah. Because be, because of that uh, that old high school thing, uh, and you posted the on your uh, yeah. or somebody Megan posted yeah uh, the entire page up there. Speaking of and which, Megan, like, the, the girl who wrote the article happened uh, to comment today. She saw the title of the episode and she loved it. <laughs> but the real the real gem, we, we mentioned the picture and we mentioned the the uh, poster in the back. The real gem is the quote in the. Uh, in oh, the I didn't even look that far into it. What the quote say? Oh, Chuck is frozen. We've got frozen Chuck. Oh no! Oh no! No! What is this? The government doesn't moment? want us to know what the quote says. I know. Yeah, <laughs> he's been stopped. He's been silenced. Shut up, Chuck! <laughs> <laughs> I don't need my quote the out there. Was like, no, no, no. <laughs> I've just this joke. You're not getting it. I've dispatched my Secret Service to silence Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't even look at that. I, what was the now that Chuck the is Al back? Beck accolades or something like that. <laughs> so the quote by Alan Beck Sr. is sure it's hard, but it's definitely worth it. <laughs> what are you talking about, Al? I don't that at all. Sure is hard, but it's definitely worth it. Oh. And I want to imagine that teenage Al Beck tried that line on so many ladies. Yeah, yeah, and it worked out with none of them. Was that the interview? Like, no. hey, what's your best pickup line that you haven't used yet, or that you're going to use in, in in the future? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think sure I needed hard, me- but it's mediocre. It. I needed to succeed mediocre radio <laughs> success before I could <laughs> make any lines work. <laughs> Well, speaking of comic books, it's not all bad news when it comes to comics. DC Comics has decided as of next week that they are going to start shipping some of their books through alternate methods. Nice. It's about time somebody figured out some kind of a plan. So sidestepping Diamond, though? Yep. Instead of using Diamond, they've got two different distributors, Mm. one for the East Coast of the U.S. and one for the West Coast of the U.S. They're going to be shipping a handful of books, including a reprint of Batman 89, the first appearance of Punchline. Mm-hmm. And uh, a couple of other books that weren't high high tier books. They weren't books that everyone was super waiting for because they're just trying this out. 
at first. I'll tell you who does not like this piece of news is the only distributor of comic books right now, Diamond. Well, they're not the only ones. Some of the comic book stores are actually kind of pissed about how this is working out because they're they're using two new companies. Uh, They're called Lunar Distribution and UCS Comics Distributors. Mm -hmm. And it took very little digging for uh, the people that work in the comic book industry to figure out that one of those is owned by Midtown Comics. Oh, yeah, that New York comic shop. Right. And uh, the other one is, uh, let me see, uh, Midtown Comics. And the other one is owned by DCBS, which is another mail order comic service. Okay. Um, And the, the problem with that that I've seen is people who have comic stores or have had comic stores for decades, which there are very few of them, uh, remember before Diamond was the only game in town, going through companies like Midtown Comics, not specifically Midtown, but companies like that, okay, yeah. and getting shorted issues that were a big deal, like, say, the Death of Superman or the first issue of Dark Knight Returns. Oh, so they, they would keep some extras for themselves? Yes. You would order, let's say, 28 copies, and they would send you eight of them and say, oh, we didn't get enough, but they would have enough for themselves. Dirty pool. Yeah. Exactly. So they're a little scared that something like that will happen again. But I feel like it is a step in the right direction, right? Yeah, because that, that's why I was surprised that you know people were unhappy about it at all, because you would think having just the one distributor, they're really calling the shots. They've got no competition. So whatever they want to say pretty much goes, you know, because they don't have any competition. So you right. guys buy the balls, man. They got to right. buy both the nuts. Right. They can. They can set the price. They can, you know, decide how many you get into something. And yeah, so I thought no, there's no place else you can go. No, say, no other game in town. That sounded like a good news at first. But, yeah, I, I can understand the, the concern for some of the local comic shops. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see going forward. Like I said, right now they're just doing uh, a couple of books that weren't in super high demand for coming out because some of the books are already sitting in diamond warehouses books for like, you know, two or three weeks worth mm-hmm. of stuff after they decided they weren't shipping are just sitting in warehouses and they don't want to print more of those books just to send them out well on the plus side if you do have this other distributor uh what you know even if it could be potentially bad maybe it'll make diamond a little easier to deal with because there is another option right. yeah so maybe yeah, most stores will still go with diamond but they'll have to be a little more open to you know being there for the store yeah so that way you can pull like the James Campbell, like I would try to pull on my internet cable provider at my old house. Tell them to so suck your They were the only internet cable <laughs> provider. Right. So when I call up to cancel and I tell them to suck my <laughs> suck on my whole <laughs> lady, suck on it, suck it good. And then I call the new cable provider who's, who claimed to have moved into the territory. And they're like, yeah, we don't provide that service to you. Then I got to call back and be like, yes, I, first I want to apologize to the lady. <laughs> I, said this I, you know? I do want to say that when James first told me that story, I was going through some car issues at the time. And right after he tells me the story about the cable company, he's like, you know what I would do to the mechanic who's got your car? I was like, I'm going to stop you right there, James. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be a lot of blanks getting stuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I, don't, I don't think you're the one to take advice from. He's like, you know what? Fair enough. <laughs> okay. I am not the customer service uh, advisor. That's for sure. No, you're not real good with customer service. 
they're not good with him though. We were talking, he and I were just talking about this today at work that it's uncanny. Like everybody has those things that don't work out for them. You get the thing that was already broken when you ordered it online or whatever, everything that can go wrong, like forget Murphy's law. It should be James's law. Like everything that could go wrong does for him. But it's right. always something that'll go wrong, but not to the point where it's like devastating, but it's to the point where it's like the mo the, the maximum annoyance you can get from something. That's what goes wrong for me. Right. right. Like we, you had just discovered you got that Ninja Turtles uh, uh, arcade cabinet and you found yeah. out that it was broken. Yeah. The audio doesn't work. You so opened I it. I've got to perform brain surgery <laughs> on an arcade cabinet to put this new motherboard in like the most pain in the ass thing you could repair. Right. I already have the thing put together, so I have to half unassemble it. But but uh, in in total James Luck fashion, you hadn't opened it. Like you didn't play with it and break it early. Like you didn't open it until like the day after the warranty expired or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. I, I'm like, you know what? Now's the time to put this bad boy together. We finally got some stuff moved in. We got some boxes out of the way. Got a perfect spot for it. Crack this son of a bitch open. Oh, and of course it's broken. And it just so happens to be a couple of days out of the 90 day warranty. Yeah. <laughs> so when I'm talking to the customer service online, like you are out of warranty, sir. And I'm like, well, here's the thing. I got video evidence of me opening the son of a bitch up. It's going to be time stamped two days ago. So it's brand new in my view. <laughs> like, okay, this guy's crazy. We yeah. need to fix the situation. So he leaves us alone. <laughs> I remember when he told us that story too, I, in my head, I was thinking, you know, I bet if I went over there and took a look at it, it would be like five minutes. And just like solder for anyone else, there. for anyone else, it would be five minutes. I'm, I am, well, you didn't tell me you knew how to solder things, Chuck. <laughs> I'm, 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 I was like, well, there's a chance I might be wrong, but I'm thinking while he, while you're talking about it, I'm like, I bet I could fix that. Yeah. I'm totally backing James up though. For anyone else, it'd be a five minute fix, but for James, something else would go wrong. Not of his fault, just his luck. And even right. when I fixed it, I lost a screw. I don't know where the screw is. It's gone. So there's a little piece of tape holding the, the part that needs to be held together with the screw. There's a piece of tape holding it. And I broke the on-off switch when I was replacing the motherboard because I disconnected the wrong cable because I wasn't paying attention to the YouTube video. So that one is my fault. <laughs> what a disaster. But it, it still works. And uh, it's still a hell of a fun game to that's play. Awesome. I was going to say, I'll, I'll just fire up my, my original Xbox with the, um, the arcade emulator and play Ninja Turtles anytime. Mm. And I don't have to deal with all that stuff. Just, but you don't get the joy of sitting on a stool uh, playing the arcade cabinet, hurting your back, hunched over, trying to play the game. <laughs> I certainly don't. Yeah. You don't get that old school not. Chuck E. Cheese feel like you get when uh, you play at my house. Right, right. No, you got me there. Absolutely. Last week, I was telling you guys about uh, Donnie Cates, the comic book writer that paid off a whole bunch of yeah. uh, polls at the comic book stores. Yeah, super cool. Somebody else, uh, somebody else heard that story, and that somebody else is Kevin Smith. Yeah? Yay, Kevin Smith. James was telling me about this. He actually sent me this uh, article yesterday. He, uh, his comic book store in Jersey, the Secret Stash, mm -hmm. he called him up and said, you know what? Just put everybody's poll on my tab. And that's cool. Know. Once again, that's the kind of thing that's super cool to see people with the money uh, helping out the people that do not have the yeah. money. Yeah, it's Especially a great way, way for him to help fans. It's a great way for him to help people who support his store, but also a great way to help him keep his side business afloat. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, it's a tight knit community comic books. It's kind of a niche thing with a niche audience. And so there's a certain, you know, connection between those people. And, you know, 
most uh, most comic book stores are mom and pop, and the owners couldn't afford to do something like that. So it's kind of cool that you know they're not all, all owned by Kevin Smith, and he's in the position to be able to just forgive debt that people have there, you know. But um, so that's awesome. That's that's really cool. I like hearing that. Yeah, just another like Kevin Smith is a cool dude story. Yeah. And something else that's going on comic book wise before we move ahead with nerd radio here is May the May the second was going to be free comic book day. And that yeah. obviously has been postponed. Mm-hmm. However, a uh, local publisher here in the here in Detroit, Source Point Press, is going to turn uh, April 27th through May 4th into free comic book week. Nice. You can, you can go on their website and they're going to give away um, digital versions on the website of some of the comics that they were looking to give away for free comic book day. And they're going to have some really deep discounts on some of their comics and graphic novels every day during the week. So you can go and check them out. That's interesting. I wonder why some of the bigger publishers aren't doing like an online version of the free comic book, too. I don't know. And I would imagine uh, it says to uh, visit the website freecomicweek.com. And that website isn't currently up yet. So I think there's probably a good chance that some of the other publishers will just kind of jump in. Sure. But uh, I thought, you know, I saw that all over my Facebook because, you know, friends with uh, Dirk Manning and um, Cosmic Casey, who both work there, and Kelly O'Hara locally here. And I was like, man, I got to mention this on Nerd Radio because that is cool. Yeah, absolutely. You can get your comic fix. Well, I've been getting my Final Fantasy fix, and I want to know if Al's been playing it as well. So we're going to take a short break and come back and talk about some video games, including Final Fantasy VII Remake. To my left, the Monarch of Mass, the genetic jackpot, Joe Coleman. And over to my right, the hummus bread heartthrob, the quad of war, Idris Abraham. And together, we are known as Hello, Beefcake, and you're listening to Nerd Radio. Welcome back to another episode of Nerd Radio on the podcast page, WRAF.com. Also on the podcast page over in Boston. Rock929rocks.com. Absolutely. And uh, when we're not uh, pantsless and from home, you can find us in the Checkpoint XP Twitch stream. Where is that, James? That's that's over at twitch.tv slash Checkpoint XP. Absolutely. As I said at the top of the show, it's a special pantsless episode, so feel free to celebrate because, you know, who who cares at this point? Who's going to know? Who's going to know except people around you? Um, and we're <laughs> yeah. talking some video games here on, here on Nerd Radio. So, uh, Al, we've had about roughly a little over a week with Final Fantasy VII. What do you think so far? Well, it's not like I've played it a whole bunch more because, I mean, it's me, right? But sure. uh, I played it a little bit more. Okay, well, I want you to let us know how much more have you played it? Uh, maybe an hour. <laughs> <laughs> okay. One one session, if that. Yeah. I'm to be honest, I haven't I haven't played it at all again. Yeah, I've barely played it, period. But uh you know, I'm still in the slum, obviously. But uh what I will say is I am enjoying the uh, updated yeah, the format. System. Yeah, combat system. There you go. So it's not like turn based anymore where mm-hmm. you have to wait and the enemy comes and attacks and no spell. You've got the option to do that, but the like Final Fantasy 15, the one that Chuck spent, you know, 115 hours on or whatever. um, (laughs) uh, Still doesn't know if he liked it. Right. Exactly. That one. Uh, They've got like a live, you know, it's a live mode type of fighting where you're running around, you know, instead of turn based. And they have the option on the remake to do it the new way or the old way. And I was like, well, I'm going to hate the new way. I didn't really like 15 when I tried to play it. Um 
but you start off obviously in the in the in the live mode and i i kind of liked it so i just kept playing with it so yeah yeah it's fun you have to continuously attack and defend to increase your active time battle bar and that's what allows you to cast spells or to do your special abilities mm-hmm. or use items now and what you I- can switch between the characters and and uh you know like if your character gets frozen or shocked or something like that you can switch to one of the other characters and continue to fight with that guy until that until the first character comes back okay i do like that there's some hot keys for things like you need a potion real quick you can hit like l1 and square or something and then you hit potion real quick you know there's a couple of hot keys and I, i think you can customize them too so that's cool I have not done a lot of like switching between characters or giving orders because that's the other thing is you can tell Tifa to do something as Cloud still without switching over to her. And I haven't really experimented with that. Right. Yeah. What kind of things are you telling Tifa to do there, Al? Oh, (laughs) I'm going to keep that to myself. Ah, been she does girl. have some enormous boobs in this game. Jesus Christ! Well, I'm hearing a lot of people are lusting over there, over her character in this game. Her yeah. character model is certainly uh, less top heavy than it used to be. <laughs> really? She got, yeah. she got her boobs deflated, huh? Yes, a little bit. They're, just, a little they're bit. more they're more circular and less uh, polygonal. Considering that she fights with like hand to hand, I was really hoping her like upper body she'd have these massive back muscles oh, and yeah. like just awesome guns on her. But uh, I've, I'm about eleven hours in, and um, it's really pretty. It's beautiful. That yeah, that I cannot um, agree more with. Honestly, um, oh there we go. I don't know if James can see this or not. There you go. Okay, yeah. she's got sizable breasts <laughs> yep. for sure. Yep. There's the new Tifa. Um, <laughs> the old ones were bigger. What were they like? Double J's? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, remember, we're talking yeah. PlayStation one here, right? Yeah, no, they, they were getting into the Greek alphabet. They were so big. Um, right. <laughs> yeah, <Yowie, wowie. laughs> um, but you yeah, know, dude, visually it's stunning. And, um, you know, talking about it, I talked Andy green into downloading it. So he checked it out and we were kind of talking about that today. Oh, is that the, I, think they're, I think they're fairly proportionate. Yeah, about the same. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're just much more realistic nowadays. Yeah, yeah, they're not as squared. Yeah, it's not like I'm. I'm not fantasizing about making love to a Minecraft character. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Um, but you talked to Andy Green. And yeah, and that's we were, super cool. What we were kind of talking about with this thing is uh, what's so cool about this remake is there's it really hits the nostalgia feeling you know because it is the old game and if you do know the story it is the same story but there's enough differences that it's not the exact same game so you're not just paying 60 bucks for the exact same game again just to make it look prettier you know right it it is worthwhile if you are a final fantasy 7 fan you know if you're not into rpgs don't waste your time but if you are a fan of rpgs and or final fantasy uh it's definitely worth checking out again yeah, I'd say if you have a, even a small amount of nostalgia, like Final Fantasy VII probably isn't even in my top three favorite Final Fantasy mm-hmm. games. But uh, if you have the smallest amount of nostalgia for that game, mm-hmm. this really, really scratches that itch. Right. And you have you're the minority, though, in that, because most Final Fantasy oh, sure. fans like this is the Final Fantasy game. Yep. Absolutely. I forgot to tell you last week the problem that I had with it initially because I got the physical copy. Mm-hmm. So it comes with a data disk and then it comes with a play disk. So you have to put the data disk in first and install it. Well, once it installs like about 20 percent, you can take the data disk out and it'll continue to install. But you can put the play disk in and start it. OK. 
And essentially what you can do is play up to the end of the demo and then it will error out. Oh no. Because the game is not finished installing. I didn't know why it was doing that because I figured I'd left it in for an hour or two. So it must be installed. Right. So I'm playing and I got to the end of the demo and then it crashed. Oh no. And like for a night, I couldn't play my game anymore because it needed to install the rest of it. I had to close the game. Oh, it's such a big game too. Yeah. But I'd, I'd actually, uh, I'd run into that uh, with um, the Call of Duty game as well, mm, okay. where like it installs a little bit and then you can start it up, but the game is not ready. Mm. Yeah. And so you have to let it install the rest. The one huge advantage to a, a digital video game, especially if you do a pre-order like I did, is it'll install it, but it won't unlock until it releases. But as soon as right. it releases, it's ready to go. Yeah. I definitely highly recommend it. It's probably going to be one of the coolest games I play this year mm-hmm. by the time I'm into it. I know that I'm, uh, whereas Al just doesn't play games very often, <laughs> I'm kind of trying to savor it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to play it for more than an hour or two every day. And it's not that I don't want to play it more. It's just that, like, I don't want it to be over. Yeah, I can see so that. I keep, so I keep limiting how how long I can play it and play Animal Crossing or something else with the rest of my game time. Yeah. But there are people even a weekend who have already finished the whole thing. And from what yeah. I understand, yeah, Kelly over at Checkpoint XP has already played through it completely. And I think Robbie over at Checkpoint XP is also almost done with it. Oh, right. And from what I've uh, without getting anything spoiled for me or spoiling anything for you guys, from what I understand, the ending uh, definitely gives the impression that the rest of this game could go in, in, in a different direction than the original did. Hmm. Um, and and people are somewhat polarized about that. Some people are like, well, that's bullshit. I want my old game. And some people are like, no, this is kind of cool because yeah. now it means that the story is not going to be exactly the story you played originally in the old one which is one of the things that i like about it as i was just saying you know yeah seeing all the differences and seeing all the characters did we mention the voice cast at all last week we were talking about this uh no i don't think we did i did recognize the one guy who plays badger on uh yeah on uh breaking bad he does yeah, either badger, wigs or badge bigs i can't remember one of which. the uh characters in here one of the meth guys yeah yep. yeah 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 okay and uh, also, uh, the guy who plays Bender is uh, is one of the, one of the villains in this game. Oh, really, Bender from uh, Futurama? Oh, I <laughs> didn't realize DiMaggio. that. Who is he? Uh, he is the uh, the general. Yeah, I don't, oh, actually, yeah. considering where you are in the game, I don't think you've seen him yet because he plays a larger role a couple chapters later. No, he's like the 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 Shinra general guy, Heimgard yeah. or whatever. That's I can't right, remember yeah. what his name is, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I've seen him. I didn't recognize the voice, though. Yeah. No, after you hear him you know, say a few more lines, I'm sure you'll be like, oh, yeah, that's him. Especially now that I know, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, last week there was a, uh, a kind of a, a pre-order test for a game that's coming out called Predator Hunting Grounds. Have either of you guys heard about this? No. I have. Yeah, Predator Hunting Grounds is a game based on the Predator movie uh, series. That is uh, seeking to essentially recreate the first Predator movie in a way that uh, you can play. Dead by Daylight is the first game that comes to mind. One guy plays the Predator. Friday the 13th was a game like this, too. One guy plays the Predator and everybody else plays the fire team. Yeah. Who gets to be Schwarzenegger? That's That's what I want to know. Who gets to be Carl Weathers, man? (laughs) Kill me. Come and kill me now. I want to be Jesse Ventura with that big chain gun. 
Yeah. But yeah, they're they're uh, looking forward to having this come out in uh, I want to say the end of May. Oh, dude, I thought it was coming out. I thought it came out sooner than that, not till the end of oh, May. Oh, I'm huh? sorry, April twenty fourth. Yeah, so yeah, it's, okay. yeah. I thought it was at the end of this month. Right. So by the time this uh, episode airs, you can you can uh, go and buy it on the PlayStation Four and the PC. But sounds neat. It's just at the same time, there's so many games that are already like this. It makes me wonder why they didn't just jump on something like Dead by Daylight and. Mm-hmm. Put the predator they, in. They probably want the cash all to themselves. It's probably whoever owns the licensing. They're like, no, we'll put out our own game. But it's probably cheaper to hire a team to code it. They'll still kind of, you know, copy the code off another game or maybe another game in the works or something in the past, update it, and then just right. slap the predator on there and uh, pocket all the money themselves instead of having to share with the company. Yeah, It'll be sense. interesting to see, too, because the Friday the 13th game was really cool and offered downloadable content. You could be different versions of Jason. So mm-hmm. we need to see if there'll be different versions of the Predator that they'll you know, put in this particular game. But the downside of that is uh, I remember something happening with the license for the Friday the 13th game, and they had to uh, stop selling it. And really? I, think you can, I think you can still get it digitally, but I think it's a little difficult to get a, a hard copy of it at this point. Crazy. I didn't I didn't know that anything like that went down. Yeah, I, I think I bought it digitally, too, when I when I bought it. I don't think I bought the actual physical disc but i like needed it i was like oh i got a great idea for a stream on friday it's friday the 13th let's play this game right you know? yeah because we all know you're great at scary games i'm the worst at scary <laughs> games i was like maybe people would just watch me piss my pants or something i don't know i'm gonna just hide in the closet and that's what i did and i got murdered every time yeah well i hate getting knows, murdered man. in a closet like you can smell my fear yeah I feel what the last couple of times I played Dead by Daylight, I felt that way. Like I was the first one to run into the killer. And like when it happens once, you're like, well, that's unfortunate. But three games in a row, you're like, come on. Yeah, you're like, how somebody's on to me. How how is this happening? There's a 25% chance you would have found me, damn it. The numbers don't lie. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's something. I was gonna play the audio for you, but I can't find it on my phone. But uh article on CBR, a fan discovered something about the original Super Mario Brothers that I feel like is gonna blow your mind. Electronic artist Funk Butcher uh, took the victory music. You know, you get to the end of a level and it goes do 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 do. You know that yeah. part. Yeah, he took that, that victory hit the, music. That flag at the right time, fireworks would go off. Exactly. Well, if you take that victory music and you speed it up like three hundred percent, that is the sound the mushroom makes when you grab it and grow. No way, really. Really. Uh huh. Yeah, he put a video on Twitter where he he went and uh, he played the victory music on on like a, a piano program and then sped it up three hundred percent and it's that boom 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 that that mushroom sound. That's crazy because you know that's probably what they did. Oh, I'm sure. Like, you know, that's probably exactly what they did. It's crazy that somebody figured that out. It makes you wonder what some of the other Super Mario sounds might be. You know, like what's the fire flower sound if you if you slow that down three hundred percent. Yeah, speed up the uh, the underwater music, or speed up like the the level one two, the do 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 do. Right. Do 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 do. Yeah, and what is what is that? That was beautiful. Thank you. I wonder if this is it. <laughs> Could you guys hear that? This? Was, that was spe- oh my god! That is the, that is the sound. That's yep. wild. That's wild. That's cool. That's really there cool. There you go. Huh. Yep. So that's uh that that's awesome, really. That that's been there forever and none of us knew it. 
Yeah, who would have thought you'd still be finding Easter eggs in the original friggin' Mario Brothers game? Right. Absolutely. Like, how many years ago did that come out? Was it like 89, 87 maybe? Yeah, I want to say 87, maybe 86. Like, that's that's a hell of a the original, old Easter egg. The, the original one, the very first Super uh, Mario Brothers? Yeah. Yeah, not the one where you just kick shells in the sewers that go, like, from the arcade, but, like, the original one where, like, that music's from. Like the first is. one where you're like side scrolling. 1985. 85. Wow. September 13th, yep. 1985. Wow. So what's that? 35 years almost. Hey, I just did a Google yeah. search. I'm not doing math. Yeah, 35 years. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> we're good at nerd stuff. We're not. We're, we're okay at nerd stuff, but we're bad at math. Yeah. yeah I'm, like, I'm not doing math. No. Sorry, guys. I got a calculator on my phone. It's 2020. I've done two Google searches. I'm ready to take a break. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, well, let's do that. Let's take a short break, and we'll come back with a little bit more nerd radio. We're going to talk a little bit of wrestling because, boy, oh, boy, was there news in wrestling last week. So we'll get to that and uh, some television stuff, some movie stuff, next on Nerd Radio. What? This is Nerd Radio. What? Wow. What? And we're back with more Nerd Radio. Wherever you get in your podcast, it's part of the B-Pod Studios Network and all over your social media at Nerd Radio 101. My name is Chuck Bean, joined, as always, by my co-host James and Al Beck. Guys, how is the day treating you today? Uh, so today, far, today, today is treating yeah. me just fine, Chuck. Yeah. Thank you so much for asking. Okay. I'm here with my pants off in the basement talking nerd stuff with you guys. It's a good day. <laughs> it's a good day. Life doesn't get any better than that, right? Yeah, ice cubes blasting, you know... Mom made breakfast, no pork. Oh, no pork. Chicken bang all night. The Lakers <laughs> well, beat the Supersonics. All that stuff's happening in my world right now. Yeah. No, I'm stuck in my basement, Chuck. <laughs> I was really hoping that your day was going okay. You know what? As, I mean, as days go during the pandemic, though, today's fine. Yeah. yeah you know. Right, right. Yeah, I didn't have to go grocery shopping today, so today's a good day. Yeah, exactly. yeah, we're getting, oh my God. we're getting low here, so groceries are going to have to happen as well there. So that's that's always an adventure these days. But staring death right in the face, just trying to a, a kiss, like I'm right here, death. Yeah, yeah. Have oh, you yeah. got a cool face mask? No, nah, I just wear a plain old regular one. Well, actually, I have like a like a scarf thing that's got like a skull on it, like you'd see like the Rough right. Riders would 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 wear in like a DMX video. Yeah, but I feel bad. Like I feel like I'm going to scare old ladies at the grocery store because for whatever reason I'm like, there's going to be tons of old ladies in the grocery store. I don't want to scare them, so I I turn it around and just use the plain black and cover up my mouth and my nose, and my ears with it. I did see yeah, that's what- earlier while I was uh, just on online. I happened to see like a thing on Facebook where they've got Star Trek masks oh. where they look like uniforms. I had to screenshot it. <laughs> I'm going to get the red one. Don't get the red one, Al. That's a bad omen. Well, this is next gen, so red's actually command in this one. See, it's the oh, next gen no. one uniform. Yeah. Yeah. Flexing that Star Trek nerd muscles there. I know. Next gen. That's actually, yes. I saw somebody online saying that uh, statistically, even in the old series, the science crew, the blue ones, are the ones that die the least. Oh, okay. So they're absolutely the ones that, you know, if you're going to be on the away team, make sure you go into science. Yeah, well, there you go. I think most of them are just up there, uh, you know, doing botany or whatever. Oh, uh oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think you're right. They're probably the most horrible deaths. They're the ones like conducting experiments on unknown life forms. Right. Right. Like 
rip your eyes out and bang your brain. And then, like, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Crap in your mouth when, you're, when they're done. You're scanning a, you, you know, a plant or something like that, but then the plant infects you with a terrible disease and you die on the ship three days later. I know. Yeah, as you, opposed you, to like, just getting blasted by a Klingon. It's crazy. I, it, it took a turn with James, though, man. It's a good thing he's not a Star Trek writer because like, they died and it was kinky. Dude, I would make Star Trek the hottest thing you've the most erotic sci-fi epic program you've ever imagined. Yeah. He would absolutely bring back the short skirts for all the female crew members. The scant. It's called oh, a yeah. scant. Sexy three tittied ladies like yeah. from outer space. Yeah. There's a comic that I feel like I need to introduce James to when this is all over. It's an independent comic called Money Shot. <laughs> I like it already. It sounds like and the end of the porno. It's about a group of scientists who cannot fund their uh, their alien exploration stuff, so they go into alien porn <laughs> in order fun. to fund their their research into discovering new uh, new races. There we go. I'm into it. I like it. Yeah. So it's essentially what we're talking about. It's sexy Star Trek. There we go. Whoa. Hey. <laughs> Al's got an echo. Quit playing with yourself, Al. What am I doing? I'm on echo. There's an echo now. I'm not hearing an echo. That's because you're probably doing something, Al. You changed your settings. What did I do? You can hear it now? Yeah. Every time I talk, I hear myself again. Yeah, same here. What the hell? What have you done? I don't know. Al. (laughs) Okay, it's gone. Yeah, now it's gone. The Phantom Echo. Dude, which one of us has a ghost? It would probably which one of us has a ghost that's really pissed about banging aliens. Well, I <laughs> yeah, moved my like cursor. I, I moved my cursor over the Skype thing, and it's probably changed the output or something. So it's gone now. Yes, it's okay. gone now. All right, that was probably my fault. Quit touching uh, now. I can't help it. I love to touch. <laughs> hey, here's a little bit of good news. The uh, people who are making the Venom sequel have officially announced that it's coming to theaters next July or next June, and it's called Venom. Let there be carnage. That's cool. I should really get on uh, watching the first one. Yes, you should, should, because then you would know why carnage is going to be in the second movie and who he's going to be. I was going to throw a fit about spoilers, but really, at this point, it's on me. It really is. (laughs) Wasn't there like a well, teaser for uh, um, the Spider Into the Spider Verse cartoon at the end of Venom as well? Yeah, yeah. I've seen that. I haven't seen Venom yet. Uh, it's also revealed this week that the guys who are writing the Venom sequel are working on a live action version of the anime One Punch Man. You and Jefferson were big fans of that. One Punch Man is fun because it's superheroes, but it's also comedy. And the idea is that One Punch Man is this bald guy with a white cape and a yellow jumpsuit, and he is trained so hard to become a superhero that all his fights end in one punch. (laughs) Sounds like a really tough guy. And therefore, he is not popular because nobody knows how cool he is because all his fights end in one punch. He doesn't get in actual fights with any of the villains. Hmm. And uh, speaking of of movie people, you guys remember the Russos worked on... uh, Avengers Endgame and the Captain America movies and stuff like sure. that. Yeah. I was unaware until this week that uh, Joe Russo actually directed episodes of Community. Really? Did he really? Yeah. Wow. 
In fact, I was just watching uh, the other night. They had a Dungeons and Dragons episode in like season two or three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that was that was one of the ones he directed. Oh, no kidding. Amazing. Yeah. Community is currently on Netflix, mm-hmm. so I highly recommend that. That show is fantastically fun. Yeah, I've been but, watching uh, it again myself. I, I watched it when it was brand new and airing, and I loved yeah. it. But, man, I almost forgot how funny it was, like, watching it again. Dude, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah, it's fun to watch it with Amy because she didn't watch it when it was on TV, but she loves Donald Glover. Yeah. So see him as this character is hilariously fun. Yeah, because it's such a weird character for him to play. If you know him as Childish Gambino or if you see yeah. him on the, was it, ATL? Like, mm-hmm. it's, like, it's, we're like, what? That's the same dude? No way. Yeah, he's got great comedic timing. But uh, Joe Russo was saying in a recent interview that uh, there's an possibly an opportunity for them to actually do a community movie because the hashtag back when community was on the air was six seasons and a movie. And it took them a lot to get through a six season. In fact, the sixth season was on Yahoo screen. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't even on TV. It wasn't even on uh, NBC. You had to download the, the Yahoo screen was their version of, you know, them trying to do a Hulu or a Netflix. Okay. Was Joe McHale still a part of it? He was. And Chevy Chase, like the whole crew. Was Chevy Chase and... left before the end of the series. I think he was difficult to deal with or something. Okay. He seems yeah. like he'd be a real pain in the I've ass. I've heard nothing but bad stories about him. I've heard that he's a dick. And I even saw him do an interview with, um, oh, Norm MacDonald had that talk show that he did a few episodes on Netflix. It's so funny. Dude, it's really good. Yeah. Um, I think it was that show he had Chevy Chase on. And just listening to him talk. You can tell, oh God, like, you know, all the stories you've heard are true. He's an right. Uh, yeah. It's like, you don't want to believe it, but you, you're like, uh, not Clark Griswold. I know right, not America's dad. I, I believe can, it I though. You see it. I believe it. Like if we heard stories that Bill Murray was a dick, like that would be like hard to, to take, but Chevy Chase, I'm like, yeah, I could see it. I don't want it to be true, but I don't, I don't have any problem believing it. Right. Right. No, by the time they get to that sixth season, they got uh, I'm looking at they got Keith David to be in the show okay. for that last season. And who was Keith David? Like, what would I know Keith David from? Uh, he was in um, he was in They Live. He's the guy that beats up Roddy Piper. OK, he was in The Thing, the John Carpenter movie. Uh, he's the voice of the president on Rick and Morty. He's the guy who's in uh, um, uh, Requiem for a Dream, right? Happy Gilmore he is. He's Chubbs. He, he, yeah, he's he's the uh, he's the guy that uh, gives what's your face some blow for some uh, sex work. Yep. So what is like go on ask? Yes, that's him. Yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, okay. no. Uh, Chubbs was Apollo Creed in Happy Gilmore. Oh my bad. That's embarrassing. That's gonna be left in this podcast. My <laughs> God, how did I? <laughs> okay. Well, now that I've let me get the foot taste out of my mouth here. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, season five was cool because they replaced Chevy Chase with Jonathan Banks, and that was uh, that was Mike from Breaking Bad. Oh, okay, yeah, that's right. Yeah, oh, the, the the guy that's also on Better Call Saul. Yes, the old guy that yeah. kicks ass. Yeah, yes, okay. exactly. So to see him on that show is kind of amazing, especially him doing comedy. I've only seen him do like serious stuff. I think Breaking Bad's probably what I know him from the most. Right. But I think he'd be a funny guy to watch do, yeah. like comedic stuff. I have seen yeah. him do comedy, but he still has that same intense delivery. And so like he's the straight man in the scene. 
But is that what he was like on Community? Still that kind of gruff, yep. serious, like, I'll kill you in two seconds with my pinky? Yeah, exactly. Okay. He's a scary old guy <laughs> that everybody else got to play, you know, comedy around. Yeah, that guy, I have no, like, he's probably, like, 70, and but he, I have no problem believing he would whoop my ass. I really don't think, yeah. I, I don't think I'd stand a chance. Yeah, much much like Clint Eastwood, he exudes that I could kill you. Yes. Even though I'm an old person. Yeah, I think I, murder you. I think just in the last three years of his life at 112, I think I could take Clint Eastwood and then just just now. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a heck, Alan, back. Right. <laughs> well, like we were saying, Community is currently on Netflix. And I found another article about uh, what some of Netflix most watched original content so far this year is. I'm sure we all assume it's tiger king but actually tiger king is the third most popular thing really okay. netflix has released so far this year but love is blind number one love is blind is number four uh, okay uh, i know Top five uh, though jason, james good guess jason is a huge fan of ozark that is number five the okay. second most popular thing this year is a uh, a spanish show called casa de papel never heard of it and the first most uh, the with 85 million uh, views, the first most watched thing Netflix has put out this year is Spencer Confidential with Mark Wahlberg. Huh? Yeah, movie. Is that yep. I enjoyed that movie. It's actually pretty funny. So. It is a really funny movie. Yeah, I didn't see we it. We watched it. Amy loves stuff uh, about Boston. So when I saw that was coming out, I was like, OK, we're totally going to watch it. I. I've seen a couple of, you know, you know, Mark Wahlberg specific movies that are like Boston related. What is with the uh, the stereotype of Boston women being insane? Uh, according to what we hear on the Dave and Trick the Freak show, that's just how Boston women are. <laughs> I've never encountered any. So like I've never encountered any in a romantic way other than meeting them, you know, for station right. appearances. No, they're, 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 the stereotypes, they're all very aggressive and a little crazy. You know, I gather that may be true. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You can let us know because, of course, this podcast does post at rock929rocks.com in Boston. Right. So if you're if you're a nerd radio listener from Boston, then we encourage you to hit us up on our social media. And Are you, you a Facebook confirm- page from Boston that listens to nerd radio? <laughs> Tell us why you're so damn crazy. What's your problem? Oh, I love it. Yeah. yeah. Either, either confirm or deny this uh, particular stereotype. Did you guys see that they're making a new Scooby-Doo movie? Yeah, and it's coming right to digital, right? Yep, they're skipping the theaters because nobody's going to the theaters. And they're yeah. going to put it right over on, uh, on direct-to-video uh, direct, on demand. Yeah, digital. Uh, that Trolls movie did pretty good for being uh, direct-to-digital. Right. And that's that's also got Mark Wahlberg in. It's got a great cast. Holy mm-hmm. crap. Uh, Will Forte, Amanda Seyfried, Tracy Morgan, Ken Jong, all going to be in this one. That's cool. Is this Scoob movie? Yeah, Scoob. You know that Ken Jong is going to be the one that's wearing the mask that's, you know, trying is haunting the, uh, <laughs> yeah, the graveyard or whatever. They're going to pull the mask off and it's going to be him. Yeah, <laughs> probably. You know, I did watch a movie uh, during all this recently, and I think I'm just a glutton for punishment because I watched that movie Contagion. Oh my God, what Al! That? I don't know, man. Al, you want to play a game about the situation we're living in, but now you watch a movie. I feel like I'm so bored now. I'm just inviting nightmares into my life. But <laughs> I'll tell you though, it, it had a good cast, man. It was Matt Damon, Kate Winslet's in it. You know, 
Uh, oh, uh, Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> it's got Brian Cranston. But Look, I do a horror movie podcast, and even we have kind of backed off anything with any type of like disease in it. Dude, just kind of done funny horror movies it's the last couple of weeks. Super eerie how closely it's it's like mirroring what's happening right now. Like it's almost like it was made in the future about what's happening now, but it was like nine years ago. Yeah, I remember when they were doing all those disaster movies like earthquakes and brush fires and all that bullshit and Sharknadoes. Yeah. Yeah. Little did we know that the actual disaster movies were all the contagion movies that uh, right. we were watching and being like, oh, yeah, that's that's funny. That could never happen. Well, here well, we are. Here we are. Yep. <laughs> hey, so The Rock works uh, closely with HBO for that show Ballers. Oh, OK. Yeah, yeah. And apparently he is in uh, the midst of developing a series uh, kind of like Ballers, but following the life of backyard wrestlers. Oh, that's cool. That is cool. So it's. It's not going to be a documentary. It's going to be more of like a, a drama, you know, week to week slash comedy that uh, HBO is going to be putting together. But that'll be neat to see. Yeah. No, anytime, especially so because the ballers is like uh, like music and entertainment, like management type stuff. Right. Right. So to see like a backyard wrestler go from like backyard wrestling, like thumbnail fights and like flaming trampolines and stuff to making it into like an actual wrestling, like professional wrestling environment would be, uh, I think it'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of it's going to become straight from the rocks, personal experiences, you know? Yeah. You would think so. And it, it'll be, it'll be funny too, because for so long they said, don't try this at home. And now they're like, you know what? The rules are gone. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Don't kill each other. (laughs) We can't stop you from trying it at home, but just try not to kill each other. All right. Try, try not to. Right. And uh, finally, while we're talking about wrestling last week, while we were recording uh, some huge news happening in uh, WWE, this is typically the time of year post WrestleMania. The WWE will release a bunch of people to try and free up some uh, some of their bankroll. And uh, this year, no different, except for the fact for the circumstances surrounding it. So let me give you guys the timeline before I start telling you who they released last week. Um, WrestleMania happened about, let's say two weeks ago, uh, almost three weeks ago, this past, this coming Sunday, um, right after WrestleMania is when the announcement came out that the XFL was declaring bankruptcy. So Vince McMahon's football league failing for a second time, a couple of days go by. And then the state of Florida decides that them recording the WWE shows in the empty performance center is an essential business. Uh, and that was last Monday so that they can continue to record empty arena wrestling for the foreseeable future. And then on Wednesday, there was a conference call from Vince McMahon to everybody that works for the WWE, letting them know that there were going to be cuts because seeing as there was nobody at WrestleMania this year, they didn't get that big, you know, paycheck. It's probably the, like tip- nest egg. Yeah, right. That they typically get for WrestleMania. So then after that phone call, people started getting the call saying, I'm sorry, but we're going to have to let you go. And uh, they let go a lot of the mid to low card people, as well as some of the trainers and stuff. But here's the list of people. Al, this probably won't mean very much to you, but yeah, I'm I'll curious, just take a James, nap. Yeah, I'm curious, James, what your take is on this. So uh, Rusev. Yeah, it's a bummer. Let go. And I feel like Rusev is probably they're also getting a thorn out of their side because I feel like he's probably holding out. He knows he's a valuable asset. He's a talented wrestler. 
And right. I think he's probably trying to get more money in his contract. And uh, I think it's probably more of a like, a well, now we have this pain in the ass out of the way, as well as now we don't have to pay him anything. Now, right. He was, he was However, the like, unbeatable. Still works there. He was like the unbeatable wrestler, right? Uh, he was the new version of like the Russian, uh, you know, the big Russian guy. Right. He came out a couple years ago in a tank for WrestleMania, <laughs> which was awesome. Nice. He also had uh, he was actually at the station a couple years ago because he had this thing called Rusev Day that we would all chant. That was a big deal. So it'll be interesting to see. I'm sure he will pop up at one of the other uh, one of the other federations mm-hmm. within the next couple of months. Uh, they let go of Kurt Angle. He was still on the uh, on the payroll. Uh, I would imagine he's probably had like an agent role or a coaching role backstage. Would be my guess with Kurt Angle, like especially with right. his involvement when Ronda Rousey came out. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm sure he's probably there to develop like new talent or help get some of the new guys from NXT a little more comfortable with dealing with the WWE uh, crowd and uh, you know demands that they're going to need. They let go of Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder. We haven't seen those guys on TV very much in the last couple of months, but the uh, the one thing that's definitely worth mentioning about them is that Zack Ryder essentially made himself on YouTube uh, while he was a WWE wrestler and was not being used. He invented uh, his own title and he had his own YouTube show and is probably the reason for the push towards doing video content online for the WWE. Crazy. Well, I think Hawkins, too, is like, Right after they announced the cuts, like the next night on TV, he had a match to to go into the uh, Money in the Bank, I think. So yeah. It was real weird. Like when they, they do all these cuts and then you realize, oh, all this stuff has been pre-taped for God knows how long. Right. Yeah. Because one of the people that they cut was uh, Sarah Logan, yeah. who uh, had just lost a match Monday night against um, Shayna Baszler. Did she lose or did she? Oh, she didn't. She win by disqualification. She won. Yeah, she won by disqualification because I guess they didn't work out the finish with the referee. But Shayna Baszler does this move where she stomps on your elbow while you're on the ground. It makes it look like she breaks your arm. Because they did that again this week and uh, the ref stopped the match immediately afterwards. But yeah, Sarah Logan got let go. Uh, Eric Rowan, who is the the guy who had the uh, fake spider the last couple of months. Is that what it was? They revealed it was finally a spider? It was a big fake spider, yeah. And then uh, Drew McIntyre killed it. <laughs> he stomped on it and killed it. <laughs> How did I miss that? Uh, this is my he, favorite like, part of the whole conversation the right there. <laughs> it was like cringeworthy entertainment right there. Yeah. Stomp on a giant spider. Yeah, for, for weeks it was just a covered cage, and it was like Jake the Snake Roberts all over again, and that was cool. And then they eventually released it, and it was a giant animatronic spider because obviously they can't do actual animals now. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, because people weren't really into the animatronic spider, they killed it the next week. Um, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, the OC or or original members of the Bullet Club, got let go. I feel like that one's probably payroll room on the payroll with those guys. Um, I feel like they're probably being decent money alongside uh, AJ Styles and all that. They're starting to get some good TV time, too. Yeah, they helped out uh, AJ Styles with The Undertaker at WrestleMania, and that will be the last time we saw them in the WWE. Uh, we also they, they got rid of uh, EC3, who was a big deal in NXT, but didn't really do much in the main roster. This one was the most heartbreaking. Drake Maverick, part of 205 Live and uh, the, the 24-7 title. He was, did some very funny stuff with that, but he uh, almost immediately posted a video online, and you could tell he'd been crying. Like, he was very upset about it. 
Yeah, you could tell that he took it. He took it hard. You feel bad for the guy when you see. It. I mean, I feel bad for everybody. Yeah, but I feel like he's still got potential to go to another, you know, AEW or Impact or something. If there's if Impact's even doing anything, I don't know. Sure. But, um, like I still think there's opportunity for a lot of these guys, and by the WWE cutting them loose, it could be a a bigger like a, a could they could be a bigger deal in a different league. That's the hope, right? Is that a lot of these guys like, especially when you look at somebody like Rusev, I feel like he's going to be a big deal no matter where he lands. Yeah. And I'll be honest, like when I first saw Rusev, I was like, well, what's the big deal about him until right. you see him do stuff off like the top rope and doing flips and different things? And I was like, oh, OK, now I'm on board with Rusev. Right. Like he's very talented uh, in the ring. Yeah, there were a couple other names uh, that were kind of mid-card guys. Leo Rush, No Way Jose, Eric Young, all getting let go. Heath Slater, you know, we we hope that we will see those guys. The, the nice thing is that once they can do shows in front of crowds again, there are so many options when it comes to wrestling. You've got AEW, you've got uh, Impact Wrestling, you've got Ring of Honor and uh, uh, the NWA program that Billy Corrigan is uh, funding that's on YouTube. Oh, I hadn't even heard much about that one. I remember that making news a while ago. Yeah. I didn't realize that was still actually uh, happening. I thought he took over the wrestling league and just ran it straight into the ground. Like yeah, no, I know that he, wings. He'd, uh, <laughs> he'd given Impact Wrestling a bunch of money a couple years ago to do stuff, and he'd even uh, helped license some music. None of his music was used, but like uh, my favorite wrestler over there, Rosemary, was coming out to the Nobodies from Marilyn Manson. Once that relationship soured, he uh, moved in with the NWA, uh, National Wrestling Alliance people. And well, thank had, you for uh, clarifying. I was going to say the same NWA that, no. that brought us Easy E, <laughs> Dr. Dre, Ice Cube, <laughs> DJ Yella. Completely different NWA. Okay. Um, yeah, but they were doing a show on YouTube the last couple of months. And uh, I I had not been a, a avid watcher of it, but uh, my, my buddy Shawnee had, had – clued me in that scott steiner was on there and i gotta watch anything scott steiner does because he's a disaster oh is he a mess he is he really is that's a bummer you put a live microphone in his hand and you have no idea what's going to come out of his mouth so it's it's kind of disaster tv to see Wild card but yeah we absolutely hope out of all the talent there's a bunch of backstage people that also got released there's even a couple referees uh, that, that got released. We hope everybody, uh, you know, f- finds a place in this new wrestling world. And I don't have a good transition out of that, but we hope, uh, we hope you guys <laughs> have enjoyed nerd radio. <laughs> we can only hope ending it on a bummer. Yeah. Well, I usually leave that, I leave that for Al to do. Right. Yeah. yeah Al, hey, Al, who died? Anybody died? <laughs> yeah, the, Brian de- Denny. The, the, the death watch. Yeah. Brian Denny's dead. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Now that you brought it up, we did lose, uh, what is it, Howard Finkel, who is the announcer. Oh! So many of the WWE events. The wrestler, he was the guy that would always go, and new champion! Yeah. So there you he go. Passed Some, away. He died. Cool. In his 70s. Oh, that's Nerd Radio. That's Nerd Radio. Stay alive, everybody. <laughs> if not, Thank I'll announce it. Yeah, you don't Thank want an memoriam from Nerd Thank Radio guys group. for... Uh, Thank you guys for tuning in. And uh, thank you, James and Albeck, for uh, joining me once again with no pants. No pants. Anytime. I'll take my pants off you guys anytime you ask. James, uh, <laughs> tell people where they can find you as far as Checkpoint and your uh, online streams. 
Uh, you can find me as one of the hosts of the new, the newly remodeled Checkpoint XP National Syndicated Radio Program over at CheckpointXP.com. Find out what cities it airs in your general area or uh, download the podcast. You can find me hanging out uh, Wednesday and Friday afternoons on Twitch, twitch.tv slash who the F is JC. And don't forget to listen to the David Chuck the Free podcast or show. Not like they need any more publicity, but. Sure enough. Yeah, if you're listening to this podcast. That way they're not like, well, you only talk about certain projects, James. (laughs) Yeah, well, if if you're listening to this podcast, you more than likely know what Dave and Chuck the Freak is, because that's probably where you came from. (laughs) Right. Hey, Al, tell people where they can. Oh, yeah. You don't do anything. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, that's the title of my memoirs right there. (laughs) I don't do anything. Uh, you can follow me on Twitch at C-H-Z-U-C-K Chizog. I play Rock Band on Sundays and some old games every now and again. And every now and again, I get to uh, play games with James, which is uh, what we're going to do in about an hour here. Play some Call of Duty. Yeah. Drop so it in follow- the zone. Yeah. Follow us on uh, social media at Nerd Radio 101, and we'll meet you back here next week for hopefully a less depressing ending to a nerd radio. <laughs> no promises. Don't get your hopes up. No promises, up. though. I'm in a difficult situation here. I mean, after all, you're nerds. Have a great weekend. See you later, nerds. I have spoken. Interrupting your lunch, interrupting my nap. Who's interrupting? Oh, no, this is just a snack. This is a snack attack. This is just some King's Hawaiian rolls. I warm them up, throw on a little cheese, a little piece of lunch meat, and there's like a little, uh, it's like a hot mini slider sandwich thing. I don't know. Goddamn, that sounds great. Delicious. The fresh King's Hawaiian rolls, too. I don't know what I just walked into, but that sounds good. <laughs> just my snack. Just how I stay fat. <laughs> well, I'm a pro at that. I got I got you. Um, give me one second, guys. I forgot something. All right. <laughs> I like that you were eating when we started, and you're like, I forgot something, and then you disappear around the doorway and come back with a pipe. <laughs> yeah, I got my piece and my torch. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Don't mind me, guys. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I hope that wasn't too loud. That was cool. It was loud, I was but saying, it was hilarious. I don't want bad things to happen, but it would be really funny on video to just see your snowball mic go up while you've got that yeah, thing. All in flames. <laughs> you got a bot. You got a robot slave recording your audio. <laughs> yeah, essentially, his name is his name is Craig. And you, have to, you like, gotta give him a cool robot name. Like Craig's we, too too human. You need it like like Audio Bot Five Thousand or some shit like that. Right. right. Well, you don't get to name him. Unfortunately, he's oh. like the program's name is Craig, and you have to type in uh, Craig join, and he'll join in and say now recording. And then when you want him to be done, you have to type in Craig leave. And learning get out of here, Craig. <laughs> learning how to do that. We've got a chat that's like four or five Craig leaves from both of us just trying to get him to go away. I saw that. uh, I saw the peep show from last week where you guys were talking about the Magic the Gathering. Uh, Yeah. yeah. I was telling Alan, I can't remember who this was that we talked about with Chuck or this was that we talked about upstairs. Right. Yeah, you're you're I'm, I'm watching the video and you're like, yeah, I was talking to somebody that works here in the building. I'm like, it was me. You were talking yeah, to me. I, I know. And I couldn't remember. Otherwise, <laughs> I would have said you.